Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Hip Senior Podcast, hosted by Marianne Bailey. Each week we sit down with seniors age 55 and up to share stories that will inspire you to live your life to the fullest. Plus, information on the latest services that will allow you to make your golden years into platinum years. So, grab your cup of joe, sit back, and get inspired. And now just a quick message from our sponsor of the day, Anchor by Spotify. Hi friends, this is Marion Bailey from The Hip Senior. Have you ever wondered what it takes to have a podcast? Well, I'm here to tell you that Anchor.fm is one of the easiest ways to get started. You can have a podcast up and running in one day. Did you know that? You can talk about things in your past, things that are going to happen in the future, things about a business or a volunteer opportunity. There's all kinds of reasons and things that you can do with a podcast. And I'm here to let you know that using Anchor by Spotify is one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. Everything that you need to record a podcast, to edit it, and to get it listed in all the major podcast listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Everything's in one place. Simple to do. And oh, I forgot to mention, it's completely free. If you want more information about hosting a podcast or getting started, Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to our podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Marianne Bailey with The Hip Senior. And today in studio on Zoom, we are talking to Kimberly Whiter of Elder Care Solutions. Kimberly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. Kimberly is one of our listings on our directory over at the Hip Senior Directory, and we're just so thrilled and excited always to have her be part of that and to be on our podcast finally. I'm so excited that you're finally here. I'm so I'm really excited too. I mean, we've known each other for about a year now, right? And I've been a fan of the Hip Senior and been listening on there. And I just think what you're doing and your service is fantastic. And I've been an advocate since I met you. So thank you so much for having me here. Oh, that's so sweet. You're, it's mutual. So I'm, I'm so glad to have you on today. Um, for those of you who do not know about our directory, um, the Hip Senior Directory um, helps um, keep it safer for seniors to be able to shop and find businesses um, that are vetted. Each business is personally vetted by somebody in my organization um, and, uh, are just businesses that have the heart and the soul to serve seniors and their families. So if you're not in our directory, send me a message, let's get you on there. But Kimberly, thank you so much for being part of that because that does keep the hip senior magazine and the podcast mm-hmm. and all that free for, for seniors. So it's, it's all a big conglomerate of information and we're just thrilled that your business is part of it. Thank you. So. Speaking of elder care solutions, would you please um, give us an overall summary? What is elder care solutions? Absolutely. So elder care solutions predominantly help seniors or their families 
find a more financially stable aging and caregiving journey. So a lot of people in my generation, I'm a millennial and also the Gen X generation who are having our parents aging right now. And we're having to step in and help a little bit. We are being surprised in a big way about how much care is uncovered. Um, so a lot of us think about my mom or dad might need my help later down the road. And when that happens, you know, they'll have Medicare and everything will be fine. And that's just not the truth. That's not what families are dealing with. And so what's happening is families are spending tons of money out of pocket. The national average right now is $850 to $1,000 out of pocket a month wow. that families are spending just on those care needs that aren't covered. And so the seniors are sometimes planning for their own care and they're like, oh, I'm going to need more money than I thought. And I need to set, find some ways to pay for this care. And then a lot of times it's the adult child. So those that are, you know, in our age bracket that are reaching out to me and asking for some help with the financial challenges that come with taking care of an aging loved one. So we've got some fish. I wonder where that's coming from. Kimberly, that sounds amazing. What kind of things, I mean, you know, when you think of like 800 to $1,000 out of somebody's pocket, is that just for like prescriptions and day-to-day -day, mm -hmm. like hygiene stuff? Or is that cost of living? Because I know like cost of like living places can be, you know, three, $4,000 a month. Yeah, it's a range. So a lot of times it, some people start small. So you you start to notice that you're helping with some errands and then you're picking up a few groceries and then you're going to pick up the prescription and then you might want to hire someone for some companion care and then home health um, are there like simple, like simple medical tasks, like simple, simple nursing, right? Um, but really anything until you get to skilled nursing, which is usually far down the road for most aging loved ones, you know, is uncovered. So if you do assisted living or community living or uh, like a, a community setting where they even go for adult daycare, um, that comes out of your pocket. And a lot of people don't realize that. Now there might be some programs that are available to families. Um, and right now our boomers, most of them are, uh, it's very applicable for them to look at veterans benefits because so many of them are veterans or the spouse of. But that's kind of what we do is we help them look for what they're applicable for. And it's just such a surprise. It's and I'm always so empathetic with the family members that are contacting us and they're just in shock over how much money they're spending to take care of an aging loved one. And they often will think when they first start, you know, well, mom or dad has a uh, hundred thousand set aside, you know, we're okay. And they start writing the check every month and then they realize, wow, this isn't going to stop for a long time. And if this is how much I'm writing every month, this is going to run out really fast. And so that's what we're here for is to help them look for other avenues to see more income or to cut down on the outgoings to experience uh, like tax deductions if they're applicable for that. And so we'll look at a, what we call a bird's eye view of all the different ways that you can access money or decrease how much you're paying for long-term care needs. Okay. 
So did you start out this business like as a financial service or did you go into this business like gung-ho, like this is, we know exactly, you know, did it evolve into this mm -hmm. or how did that really start? It did start with this vision. Um, the co-founders of Elder Care Solution represented a lot of the backgrounds that have their fingers in the pots of long-term care. So you might think of, you know, like an elder law attorney or a financial planner, just like you did, you know, um, a tax professional, an insurance broker, they all have something to say and something to offer families that are in this situation. But what it truly takes is an interdisciplinary team. You need to know what all of those professionals would say. So the co-founders represented some of those backgrounds. And what I've done is brought in my expertise in interprofessional and interdisciplinary teamwork to tie it all together. And so we are giving families what all the professionals would say. What would a tax professional say about your situation? What would a financial planner say? What would a home equity professional say? What would an elder law attorney say? And so then you have all your answers and you only had to go to one place instead of eight to 10 places, right? Right, because it is difficult to know where exactly to go to. Yeah, so, and not just so yours is kind of like a consortium. But yeah, like a consortium or a co-op, right? Um, yeah. and it's not just difficult to know where to go, but if you do hit upon one and then you find another, sometimes what they say conflicts with one another because everyone's coming at it from their professional background. And so we're trying to give that overview and that way you get to choose. The main mission of LA Care Solutions is empowering families. We often feel so powerless when we're taking care of an aging loved one and you're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to ask. And we want to take that powerlessness away and empower right. them. Now I know my decisions and I get to take my time and make them on the time that's right for my family. So you're in Virginia. Is this localized or is this nationwide? Where, where do you serve? Yep, this is nationwide. So we get clients from all over the U.S. Wonderful. And can you think of one family that really stands out that you're like, I just can't believe that we were even able to, to help them as much as we did and, and just something that you can really remember that sticks out. Yeah, actually what has stuck out the most in 2021, 100% of the people who have reached out to us have been the female caregiver, the, the adult daughter, right? And that has been such a, it's not a huge shift because it's, a, you know, predominantly been a mix, but to see that more and more that the care responsibility is falling on the women's shoulders. And it is always a daughter this year that has reached out and said, I'm taking care of mom, or I'm taking care of dad. And this was a surprise. And now I'm in this situation and I just feel lost and I don't know what to do. And the amount of stories where they have had to decrease or leave their work. You know, they've had to go down to part-time because of this care role that they've taken on, or they've had to leave work because it was too hard to juggle. And that's been the theme of this year for us. Yeah, I know my mom was the caregiver for my grandfather, my grandmother, you know, everybody down the lines. Yeah. And her being a nurse on top of that, you know, she felt that need to, to, to serve them and, and to be that person. Um, it didn't help that my aunt is a cloistered nun, so she's not much help in that arena when it came to that. And, and my uncle was in a different state. So, you know, most of it was my mom, but, uh, 
and every I think every story I've ever heard of people that are serving seniors started out with someone in their life that they loved um, and couldn't find the services needed right and mm-hmm. and felt the need to to go into business doing this themselves maybe sometimes yeah. as a second career or, or right. stuff like that in order to be able to do that once they saw the need absolutely I can't tell you how many of the colleagues in the care economy that I have that have turned their personal caregiving journey into a business, right? Are there any stories that, that you have of, of something that the family just thought this is insurmountable, we, we can't do this, and, and you've been able to help them? Yeah, I had, um, it was actually two women, they were a couple of sisters, and their their mother had gone into the hospital for an acute care need, which usually that is covered, right? But then they knew that she was coming home and they were surprised at how quickly that their mother was gonna be released because when they would go visit, she was not ready to leave the hospital, right? And so they were terrified that she was gonna come home. And the reason she was coming home is that she had reached the end of what Medicare would spend money on. So Medicare often will have a, like, you know, four weeks and then we're done. We don't cover anymore kind of thing. And they're like, she's going to be here and we live close, but we can't imagine her being in this house by herself and us not being here 24 seven. Cause that's what she looks like. She needs is 24 seven. And we don't know how to afford it. You know? And so coming into that situation where they were just so upset. And there was a couple of sessions where we just talked and I let them cry, you know, (laughs) and then we can kind of move on and say, okay, let's look at what is around you um, in the state that they lived in. And then what kind of assets are in place that we can try to leverage. And it turned into a story where they started to feel more and more empowered and less scared, more like they had a plan and avenues to look down instead of, I can't believe this is happening and we we're not ready, you know, so what are the first steps when someone comes to you with that? Is it, um, is it kind of all inclusive or is it, Hey, you know, let's look at the, the medical care needed. Let's look at the financial pro- stuff. You know, if someone were to call you and say, Hey, I just need help. I don't even know where to start. What, what, what do you start with? Yeah. So I always start with just like a free consultation so we can meet people can feel very validated that, you know, we're real people behind our, our technology, because we're very technology driven. Um, then we move them to a form that we've created. It's an online form. All the questions are yes, no answers. So it's super easy to fill out. And we have fine tuned this over the course of a couple years to exactly what we need to know from families to be able to analyze their situation. And we're going to focus in on financial and a few legal things, because there are some legal issues that are so closely tied to the financial health, you know, so you can't separate them all the way sometimes. And then that family will fill out this form and we do what we call our analysis. And we will give them in writing all of their viable options for ways that they can move forward to either lessen the outgoings or increase the incomings based on benefits that might be around them. And then they have like a blueprint. They can say, oh, these are all the things that work for me, for my personal situation. And they can start to investigate those options, having a more directed approach. 
we can also refer if they come back to us and say, you know, we really like this option that you recommended on utilizing some home equity strategies, then we can recommend some of the professionals that we've networked with to say, these are some great people that can help you and can help you start walking down that path. We have a strong philosophy at Elder Care Solutions that we do not enjoy any kickbacks from the services. So we don't provide the service like the law contract or we don't do the reverse mortgage, right? But we refer people to trusted professionals and that is a relationship that's purely between our client and that other professional, not anything that we get kickbacks for. Okay. So, but the family does pay you for your service. Well, our payment comes from the fee to just do the analysis. Okay. Okay. And then once you refer them off to other services, are, are you done with that client or do you stay in touch with them and, and keep helping yeah. them? How does that work? Is there an so ongoing? We have, a, mm -hmm, we have a platform where families, they fill out the form by logging in. So that everything that they do is behind a firewall and all of their personal information is protected and they can continue to log into that forever. So we consider our clients, our client family. So that means that they're with us for the rest of their caregiving journey. So they can continue to log in and engage with their analysis, look at the different options. They can download it if they want, so they can have it in hand, they can keep it online. They can have other family members log in and look at it. You know, so it's very engaging. And then if they ever want to contact us with a question, we're here to help them. So if they're having a problem with a service or something, something right. that's just not fitting their family mm -hmm. member correctly or something, then you can kind of redirect them. Exactly. Okay. That seems yeah. fair. That seems fair. Um, are you expensive? Is, is it affordable for them to use you like that? Yeah, we have two ways that clients can get to us. So one is the direct customer. Our one-time fee is $750, so well below what family caregivers are spending out of pocket every month already. Sure. <laughs> and then the other way is we are building partnerships with employers because so many employees have this caregiving role. Right now, one out of every five people in the workforce are also providing care to an aging loved one, which is overwhelming. And so it might be that they work for a company that we are an employee benefit. In which case, hopefully the partnership is that they don't pay at all. That's that's what we like the most. Explain that. What do you mean? The employer pays for us and then the employees can use us at no cost. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. How long have you been doing this? I've been the CEO for Elder Care Solutions for two years now. Congratulations. Thank you. It was especially scary. Especially scary coming on in like January, February of 2020. So that was, um, I actually was in higher ed for um, 11 years where I was a professor and I was also. Um, running an academic program as well as an administrator. So one of my areas of scholarship, so one of the things that I did a lot of work in and presented on was interdisciplinary and interprofessional teams and how they work best together. And I just happened to be presenting at a conference on 
an interprofessional project that I was working on. And one of the co-founders of Elder Care Solutions was in the audience. So that was my entry point into becoming a businesswoman. Clearly one of the most <laughs> smartest people I know. Oh, no. no. <laughs> in the right place at the right time. <laughs> well, I mean, I just the amount of things that you've done in the past and, and, and the education that you have and stuff is, is applauding. Um, that's just I know my daughter's to, in school. Uh, that's a testament to, you don't know where life's going to take you. You know, you kind of start out and you do stuff and then you look back 20 years and you're like, what did I do? Like <laughs> I've had two lives. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, I think a lot of seniors say that as well. You know, I've had two, three lives. You know, mm -hmm. and people think what, but it really is, you know, you spend your, your twenties and your thirties into your forties, developing your career and, and where you're going with that and whatever. And then you kind of hit that, that midlife crisis mark ish when you're like in the fifties and you're like, okay, so my kids are out of the house, they're in college or they're done with college. So I don't have to pay for this big house. I don't have to yeah. pay for, you know, my kids college, you know, what, what's my next steps going to be. And, and often there's a lot of changes that are involved with that, whether it's, yeah. you know, downsizing in homes, whether it's, um, uh, starting a, a dream job that they've always wanted to do, you know, mm -hmm. or, or going back to school to do something else. And a lot of them look at that. And then sometimes, you know, they start second careers, maybe they retired from the military or something and they start their own business doing something. And then, you know, 20 years later, you know, they're in their seventies and they're like, okay, I'm still not ready to retire, but I don't want to do something full time anymore. And so maybe they start that, you know, that hobby uh, mm -hmm. project that ends up being like a little small part-time job or whatever. Yeah. So sometimes two, three lives go, goes on with people. And then there's me that seems to have like 30 lives so far because <laughs> I'm inventing myself and discovered that I keep falling back into the senior, you know, realm full time as to, to what it is that I really enjoy. So, but that's one of the things with the hip senior, like, I love when you showcase like hobbies or the little interests that seniors might have. And you try to engage them online with, you know, like, have you tried this? Or is this something that is, you know, interesting to you? And I think that's really cool because, you know, a lot of our seniors are living such full lives. You know, we're in this new stage where the people who are retiring now are predominantly very healthy and active and can do a lot. And so it's kind of, you know, how do you thrive when you're not working full time? And I think you're one of those solutions. And I think that's fantastic. Oh, that's kind of like that story with Penny Lease. You know, every time someone says something like that, that's always runs back to the to the interview with Penny Lease that's on the podcast um, over at um, the hip senior, the the uh, senior side of it um, is that, you know, she was struggling. She had been a shoe designer and millennials were kind of taking over. They, they were, you know, stepping into their stride and and developing what people are wanting to buy now. And you know, she was becoming um, what she felt was a little obsolete, you know, in the industry and people weren't hiring her as quickly um, as they used to. And she was like, you know, what do I do? And she finally she kind of danced around and, and did her little thing for a while and was going in some places that wasn't really, you know, the healthiest. And so she decided to put herself in therapy and the therapist said, what do you want to be? And she says flippantly, you know, she said, oh, a supermodel. And her therapist said, well, then do it. <laughs> and, and literally since then, 
since we've talked, we've adopted, she's adopted a little, um, a little, uh, Bichon, I think mm -hmm. Bichon, um, she's adopted a dog that has its own, um, Instagram account and stuff. <laughs> she does her thing with that. She, uh, looked into becoming a model and, and found agencies to take her pictures and swapped out different things in order to get those pictures done in exchange for some publicity and some stuff like that and whatnot. And, um, she often, she's been in some commercials and she's been in um, some shoots. She's been in some commercials for like, um, I think like the government where she's at and stuff like that. She's, um, um, I think I want to say she's in Denmark or somewhere like that. Um, and so, you know, she's doing her thing and she's out there doing it. And, you know, Fantastic. Penny's in her, she's a senior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't remember how old she told me she was, but, and I'm not going to, to, uh, guess too old and, yeah, and get, get in trouble with that she's a senior she's out there doing her thing and 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 all it took was her not being scared yeah. to get into therapy first of all to say to be able to talk mm -hmm. and for that therapist to be bold enough to suggest do it mm -hmm. you know what do you want to do and she you know i think when we're being flippant or sarcastic that there's always truth in what we oh, say. Sure. Yeah. And, and so when she said a supermodel, she really did want to be that. And she was scared to, you know, say, Hey, I want to be a model. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And her therapist was brave enough to say, you know what, do it. And I think sometimes we need people in our lives, especially as we start getting older, um, yeah. to say you are worthy and this can be done. Just go do it. Find a, find a way to make this happen. Yeah. And sometimes that means, you know, if, if you've got parents that are older enough, old enough to be saying those things that aren't necessarily dependent on having to have an income and they just want to have a passion project going on for their kids to say, you know what, that sounds like a really cool idea. Let me help you. Let me get you started in that direction. Because sometimes seniors don't know where to start, especially now with technology. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's um, a lot of technology now. And I mean, I've been teaching seniors how to use technology for 20 mm -hmm. years now. And, you know, one of the biggest things is sometimes they, they're scared to push buttons. They're scared that, you know, what if I do this and, and it breaks my phone or my computer or whatever. And someone being there holding their hand for a few moments of it saying, you know what, just do it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be my model, my motto for today is just do it. Just do you it. Know? Every time, every time I watched a movie one time that was talking about how, um, do you remember, uh, that movie? Did you see it as, uh, we bought a zoo? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember? And he said he stood outside the restaurant and, and just like 15 seconds of, of bravery, you know, just to go in and talk to his future wife, you know? Yeah. And so I kind of took from that movie, you know, 15 seconds of when I'm scared to do something just to get that courage for a few seconds to do it. Yeah. And then be like, wow, I did it. You know? I have friends and colleagues that like if they're public speaking for the first time or you know I've done a lot of speaking at conferences and things and I always say it's just getting the first three words out and so it's even like with decisions like just taking that first step it's the hardest one and then you're just like in it and you just start making decisions and then before you know it you're down a path and you're like wow I'm actually like doing a thing you know so get the first three words out and then it just gets smoother yeah. yeah, it's get those first three words out, make that first phone call, you know, because there's a lot of times like, you know, even I will be like, you know, oh, 
I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous. And then as soon as I make that first phone call, you know, that person's either nice or they're, or they're mean. There's, there's usually, you know, it's kind of either or, but for the most part, I find the nice people. And then that leads me to the next nice person. And then that leads me because they give me referrals and stuff like that. And so I've seen, like I said, I've seen seniors that want to do different projects or do different things or be able to afford more different more different that's good english right uh, to be able to to enjoy doing different things but sometimes they're so hung up on the on the medical things or stuff like that so i can see where you come into well uh, and that's such a great point like play with that this is the first generation of you know our senior citizens that have come up through modern healthcare, and so we are going to see a generation that will live old for a long time, you know, so they're going to hit retirement age and then could have another 30 years, you know, a whole nother life. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that one is a challenge because that 30 years might not be 30 years of pure independence. It's 30 years where they'll need some help, but they are living for a long time. And then also 30 years that comes with great opportunity. So if they have, the money or the access to the benefits to afford the help that they need for just some, you know, daily living activities or companionship or, you know, whatever is going to make their life rich, then they can also dive into all these great enrichment um, activities or find their, their third or fourth life in this world, you know, so, so that's access to money is not just about, you know, taking care of a health problem, but also having the care you need so you can maintain aging in place for as long as you want. And that aging in place, that can, that can look like a lot of different things for a lot of different people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's everyone's number one desire, right? Like we all want to just stay at home. Um, and that home might be their, the home that they've had for a long time. They might downsize and have a new kind of home that is something that's more affordable and more easy to get around in easier to clean, right? Or their home might be with someone like a, a close friend or a family member. Uh, all of that is aging in place. Or and a second half new boyfriend. You just never you know, You never right? know, you know, yeah. Whatever, whatever is, you know, the, the comfortable situation for you. But the aging in place is was probably gonna be one of the keys to helping our nation take care of this baby boomer generation because we simply don't have enough room to put them all somewhere other than home. So aging in place is key and figuring out how to age in place in a very healthy way. And that's physically healthy, emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, yeah. I joined a group last week uh, for the villages in Florida. Mm -hmm. And most people know what the villages are. If you don't, it's a, a, a retirement community of over um, 100, close to 100 villages. Mm -hmm. um, each being, I think it's between 800 and a thousand homes in each village. Mm -hmm. So that shows you how big yeah. the, this property is down there. And I, and I joined the group on Facebook just to kind of, I don't know, observe to see what these seniors are doing, what's making them happy, how, yeah. you know, and, and some of them are, you know, riding around on golf carts, playing golf all day, you know, and, and a lot of that, that community down there, they, they sell their cars and they just, everything they do is within, you know, those villages, they can take the golf cart to dinner and, and stuff like that and whatever. 
And I mean, I grew up in Florida. I understand the the benefits of having the sun down there and, and the warmer weather, especially when your joints start hurting and stuff like that. And being around other people that, that, you know, are living the same lifestyle that you are right. or, or somewhat close yeah. to it, you know, and having, and having that type of thing. So, but those type of people still, even though they're doing that, they still can benefit from services such as yours, right? Oh, of absolutely. Finding those other solutions to help save money so they can afford that lifestyle longer. For a long time. Yeah. And yeah. so I, my partner and I just watched the movie Pom Poms. And oh, the, that was funny. <laughs> that's that life, right? You know, where you're in the community and you're driving around on a golf cart, but you notice that family was coming in, you know, like, so like a son was coming in and managing the money for one of the the women who wanted to join the cheerleading squad, you know? Um, and so just because someone's in one of those communities doesn't mean that their adult children aren't having an active role in their lifestyle there. And that's, that's where, you know, the money management and the making sure that there's enough money to afford living there for a long time is something that is there. And uh, I have to say, we were watching it and we kind of looked at each other like, that looks amazing. Like, right. <laughs> can we do that now? Like, do we have to be a <laughs> You know what? I think starting at like the villages, um, someone mentioned the other day that you can move in like as young as 50. Mm. All right. 10 more years. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just want to go like, you know, rent, like find a whole block and just like have all my friends moving around yeah. and stuff, you That's know, let's fantastic. do it. <laughs> you know, I work from home. I could probably do that and be okay. But, mm -hmm. but I was also watching a video on YouTube last night that was saying, one of the people that live there and he was saying that most of the people that move into a community like that right out buys their homes a lot of them don't have mortgages and stuff because they're selling bigger homes wherever they moved from in order to pay for that home down there um and then i also have friends that that are snowbirds and they yeah. they live here in ohio where i'm located at and then they go down there during the winter as well mm -hmm. so they have two homes and stuff but they said that most of the people um, that moved down there, um, have, you know, their cars paid for, their homes are paid for. Um, so they don't have a whole lot of expended expense bills, other than, <laughs> bills other than, than, you know, their, their healthcare and their food and, and sure. different stuff like that. So mm -hmm. you just kind of have to, and it's hard to put all that stuff together. So I'm glad there's businesses yeah. like yours that help people tie all the loose ends together and figure out yeah. what their game plan is. Yeah. Build a, build a bit of a roadmap. And another thing that we talk to families about is, you know, recognize that long-term care is called that because it's for a long time. And so whatever the situation looks like today might not be what it looks like in five years or less, you know, definitely not what it looks like in 10 years. And so have a plan now, but know that it might change. And some of those options might need to be reevaluated or know that these are things that can happen later. You know, you can put them off until it's time to reassess because the situation changed, right? And so, yeah, we just see a lot of families that aren't planning and we, we really want to help people build a culture around looking forward because aging is something we need to address more steadfastly in, in the u.s we need to be planning for this in a in a bigger way than we are i agree mm -hmm. okay well, how does somebody get in touch with you if they want to learn more about your services and or sure. want to sign up yeah um i have made that as easy as possible so 
anywhere you go, you should be able to find me. Of course, there's my website, eldercaresolutionsinc.com. We have a very simple contact form if you would like to use that. Um, I'm on all the socials. So if you want to find us on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter, we are Elder Care Solutions. And then of course, if you just want to contact me directly, I am Kimberly at eldercaresolutionsinc.com. So whatever modality fits you best and you find easier. And I will put all that information in the comment section or in the description of this podcast as well. Um, Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us and um, being part of the Hip Senior. I'm like I said, I'm in all of you every day. You guys are doing amazing things um, for seniors. And um, it's just always a pleasure to whenever I can spare a few minutes, not spare, whenever I can get a few spare minutes of your time in order to uh, learn more about what you guys are, go are doing. Oh, thank you. How you're thank serving. you for having the Hip Senior. And so I love being a part of your family, right? Like you have this group of businesses that you vetted yeah. and I'm happy to be one of them. And I love what you're pushing out to seniors as well. All it takes us all. Yep. Like I said, it takes a village, right? <laughs> In more than one ways. So now I, you know, I think I want to go watch pom-poms this afternoon. So Very good stuff. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Kimberly, thank you for, for joining me today. Um, if you want more information, like I said, I will put all of Kimberly's information, um, in the description and the comment section of this podcast and join us at thehipsenior.com where almost, uh, weekly we have new articles and new podcast episodes and, uh, different businesses in the hipseniordirectory.com, uh, for making it safer for seniors to find a shop safer shopping experience. Stay hip. Have a wonderful day and stay hip. Take care. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hip Senior Podcast. Remember to subscribe or you'll miss out on more inspirational stories that will make your golden years into platinum years. If you'd like to learn more about the senior services provided today, please visit us online at www.thehipsenior.com.